0: Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, April 4th, 2019. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Soon to be joined, as always, on Thursdays by the lovely and talented Steve Wolfong, Director of Recruiting for 24-7 Sports. This is a reminder that if you have not subscribed to the Bucknuts Morning 5, you need to go do that now on iTunes. It's the best way to listen. The show will populate in your podcast app immediately after it's posted. Please go do this. Subscribe and then give us a review on iTunes. This really helps the site. We definitely appreciate those of you that have subscribed so far. we got a few more to get on board, so please go and do that right away. Speaking of immediate dividends, who else will we bring in on a Thursday before a huge visit weekend like this? And Steve, how goes it? Good
1: morning, Daniel. Going well. Still feels like spring here in Indianapolis, so fired up, brother.
0: Yeah, we actually have gotten a respite. The Midwest has enjoyed some warmer temperatures. Hopefully they will last. Let's hope the sun is shining this weekend in Columbus as Ohio State is set to have a huge weekend. And we will get to that. But you were somewhere. The sun shines quite often. That's Tampa, Florida last weekend with the Adidas 7-on-7 National Championships. Two future Buckeyes really caught everybody's eye. They are well-known. They are Jack Miller and Gee Scott, quarterback, and wide receiver from Arizona and the state of Washington, respectively. Give us a review of what those guys did, seeing them in person in competition like this. Definitely can add to your evaluation. Should Buckeye fans be happy with what you saw?
1: Well, G. Scott has firmly put himself in the discussion as the nation's top receiver prospect. Six-foot-three, 211-pound specimen with major after-the-catch ability he was the most dominant pass catcher on the field, and my man was playing with a groin injury. He, he could not be checked. Um, he's an alpha at the position. Uh, Ohio State's recruited this receiver position well, uh, but G. Scott's going to come in and push right away. I'd be curious to see what Mick Moradi can do with G. Scott because I don't know what's left. Um, he's He is uh, physically ready to walk into Ohio State's receiver room. If you put G. Scott on the field for the Cleveland Browns, you wouldn't be able to tell who the high school kid is. He is a unique-looking athlete and receiver, and he was dominant. Jack Miller was playing with a different seven-on-seven team. He typically plays with a team out of Arizona, uh, but they did not make the trip to this tournament, so they divided up him and his teammates. One of his teammates is Bijan Robinson, Ohio State's top running back target or one of their top running back targets. But they got divided up onto some different teams. So Jack Miller played with the uh, fast Houston, and you could tell that they had never played together. But I watched Jack, uh, and, and he has the traits you know, uh, that makes him a get that uh, you should be excited about at Ohio State with the with the live arm and. Uh, you know, looking downfield in this setting, and, and he's accurate. and uh, So I like what I saw from Jack Miller, although he did, he wasn't dealt a full deck in, in this tournament. G. Scott played with his typical team. He's the go-to receiver on a very, very talented roster, and uh, he, he certainly flashed a lot of potential.
0: It sounds like as highly touted as Scott is, he may be surprised you with just how good
1: he is. Well, I've seen him a bunch. It was just a reminder um that yeah he's really good um you know he was really good at this the same event last year he did national championship and i've seen him at a, the opening regional or a, a pylon event i don't know it, this was my third time seeing g scott live and i think the thing that um the thing i've noticed the most is just the physical development he's not missing he's not missing workouts and, and strength training sessions that's for sure love to hear that
0: Let's get back to running back recruiting. You mentioned Bijan Robinson, another Arizona native. What did you think of him in person? Obviously running back in a seven-on-seven seven situation is a little hard to gander. Give us your vibe on B. John Robinson and maybe lead that into a discussion on Ohio State running back recruiting, which is getting really interesting.
1: Well, I think he's a huge personality fit at Ohio State, and he's visiting in a couple weeks with some family. And he it'll be his first time on campus, and I think he's really going to fit in with the players on the team and in the locker room. I've covered a lot of these Ohio State recruits and have a feel for the type of culture that they have on on this Buckeyes roster. And Bijan's really going to fit in. Um, I think that Ohio State's battling UCLA uh, for Bijan. Um, he's got his eyes on a few others, Texas he's visiting Texas this weekend or next weekend. Um, but I think that right now Ohio State and UCLA near the top. He also likes in-state Arizona. He's intrigued by the DeMarco Murray hire as Arizona's running backs coach. But again, I like uh, UCLA or Ohio State for Bijan Robinson. Tony Alford, Ryan Day, and company are going to know where they stand with a lot of their top running back targets after this month. Five-star Kendall Milton's in this weekend. You talked about the big visit weekend. Milton's in this weekend, and I think that Ohio State's trying to make a move on Oklahoma. I think those are the top two. My 24-7 sports crystal ball is on the Sooners right now for Kendall Milton. Uh, Jalen Knighton is the uh, 24-7 sports number three all-purpose back, uh, consensus top 200 recruit out of Deerfield Beach, Florida. I'm told he's visiting Ohio State the weekend of April 13th, and, and he's a guy that Ohio State likes a ton and uh, they're battling Clemson, uh, among others. Uh, And then we just talked about Bijan. So those three are coming in. Uh, Another running back on Ohio State's list that's showing uh, big interest is Lawrence Toafili, a four-star top 247 recruit out of Pinellas Park in Largo, Florida. Sam Adams, who plays on the same high school team as G. Scott, says that Ohio State's one of two programs recruiting him the hardest alongside Washington. My crystal ball is on Washington for Sam Adams, but if the Buckeyes turn up the heat there, I wouldn't count them out for Sam Adams as well. So a lot of highly ranked running backs on the board having Ohio State in the top two or three. And by the end of this month, we should have a really good idea of where who Ohio State's going to land or what they're going to have to do going forward at the position because these young men will be on campus.
0: Once again, and you know this buck we will have all the updates on the recruits that are here this weekend. There's no better place to follow said recruitments. Things are really heating up as we head into what should be a really impressive spring on the recruiting field here. Another guy headed, let's see, west this weekend. He's headed to Columbus from New Jersey. That's Jordan Morant, a safety and a Bergen Catholic, probably the best high school football conference in the state of New Jersey, notorious for putting out Division One prospects. Six-foot-one, 195 pounds, safety. He has the triple Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State and his preferences. What's your vibe on Jordan Morant? This is a big visit for him.
1: Well, the 24-7 sports crystal ball was Penn State early for the Bergen Catholic standout, but that has changed. Michigan is the school that people um, feel is in the best shape for Jordan Morant. He is a priority for Ohio State visiting this weekend. We'll see what the Buckeyes can do here. You know, there was a time where Julian Fleming was considered a Penn State lean, and now that seems to be more of a Clemson-Ohio State battle. Perhaps Jordan Morant's one visit away from having the Buckeyes in the driver's seat. He's definitely very interested in Ohio State. He recently put out his top ten, but I think Ohio State's closer to the top of that list. He's visiting Michigan this weekend as well, so he'll get a chance to size up both of those schools back-to-back.
0: We are just days away from the final four. Obviously you picked all four correctly. Nailed it. Who you got this weekend?
1: Oh man. Um I think that Virginia losing to the sixteenth seed last year just seems like these stories like pop up. It's like Virginia embarrassed, first number one seed to ever lose to a sixteen, comes back the next year and wins the national championship. You know, that that seems like fate. Um, but I like the Spartans, so we'll see what happens. though definitely hard to bet against. But
0: like you said, Virginia has only been beaten this year by Duke and Florida State.
1: They are hard to beat. Kyle Guy from Indianapolis, the best player on that Virginia team. That's
0: a stretch, but it was important for him to wake up in the second half. Dude had missed a ton of threes. But we will stay tuned on that, and we will also stay tuned on what is a huge visit weekend, Bucknutters. There's some studs coming in here. We will be all over it. We appreciate Steve stopping by.
1: Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, guys. See you on the front row.